You're listening to Coleman Power on the Organic Fitness Podcast. So the next of the Grow Your Own courses at Kildare Featherfield Farm is the 18th of February. And on that day, we will be sowing the safe seeds of the organic tomatoes because food is 100% medicine and I and have a do of a goal to get as many people as I possibly can on the good stuff, as I say. And the point is you will have 77 plants going out the gate and your tomato seeds in trays for you to harvest your own because really and truly the more single ingredient foods that you can get your hands on fresh you can't get fresh in your own back yard the better all right so if you're interested in that go over to featherfield farm page and most certainly book in through eventbrite let's send me a message and i'll most certainly have a chat with you about it or not enjoy this week's podcast all right this show is going to be strictly grow your own classics so you're not interested in growing your own, I would say, swipe on. That's the truth, because this is going to be growing your own topics. I'm an honest fella. I give you exactly what you want when you want it. But these are the questions that most already have been asked in a Q&A that I did on Instagram and Facebook. So if you're not following me there, check that out. They're weekly. So straight away, we got four classic questions that we pulled for this week's show. What about, okay, foods that you can grow yourself, right? Easiest veg or fruits to grow. Go straight in that one, number one. We have, do you, the Kildare course, do you teach how to grow potatoes, carrots, etc., or is it just tomatoes? I'm just going to touch on that straight away. It's because I do mention tomatoes a lot because they're such an enjoyable crop. They're probably one of my favorites. I love them. But we do do potatoes. Uh, where do you get your organic seeds, right? Is a third, and can you grow sustainably in a house or in the city? Boom. Those are the top four. We'll go straight on in to it as the sun comes up as soon as I finish this podcast. I is out without a doubt. So easiest thing to grow when you're a beginner or intermediate, it's gonna be your greens. So that's your oriental salads, which are tatsoi classic. They're lovely, they grow very well in the soil in Kildare. And that wasn't something that I had previously had in the likes of West Cork in, in a Shannon, but near the Bog of Allen by Goddard Flyer. You have your rocket, or arugula. We have uh, our minsuna, all with that peppery distinctive taste because they're from the mustard family. They, they actually, the seeds of that are actually what make mustard. If you've ever realized that peppery taste is similar to mustard, yes, if you've ever tasted oriental salads, that is too. Because I use indeed greens until probably about 23, 24, when I started to really start to go to country markets when I left uh, Ireland and went to Australia. It was in Perth. It was my first country market. And uh, yeah, so straight up, those are the easiest things to grow. But when you're sowing them, I do recommend getting trays or using pots such as yogurt tubs. Why? Because they're reusable and typically most people eat yogurt. If you're not eating yogurt, you should be eating yogurt. It's a natural probiotic uh, in itself. So really, it is you putting them into trays or pots, covering it over, putting a little indent in it and up to your first thumb. And as a result of that, putting in about four to maybe seven because you can do a cut and come again on those specific varieties. Uh, we call it spicy. Sometimes you might be able to get them in uh, shops. 
they have spicy salads, I think they're called, spicy mixed salads, and Bloody Mary might be another one which you might be able to incorporate in. And then if you are leaning towards other greens that I do recommend, perpetual spinach, which is different when you're reading a package. They're different to the other common spinach, which isn't as easily to grow. And secondly, can have major issues with germination rates and harvesting. So perpetual spinach in the same family as beetroot is you can most certainly take individual leaves and it's so unbelievably salty to taste. Yep. And I literally harvest the large leaves, leave it go to maybe palm size, you can keep it really baby small and add it to your I'm out always water talking about even spinach. These things you literally harvest individually, put onto a pan and add it to sourdough bread and eggs. I, I've killed myself here. Do you know what I mean? I'm looking forward to breakfast. And that's a no-brainer. Your next one is rainbow chard. Exact same family, exact same way you harvest it. But your spinach and your perpetual spinach, one seed per cell, one seed per pot, one seed per hole. That makes sense when you're putting an indent in. Because they're, remember, the larger the seed, most certainly the larger the plant and the leaf, typically. That's just as a general rule. So just remember that when you're sowing them, because don't put about seven of those in most certainly one little hole, and you'll have you will end up having to separate them, which you can do. But what ends up happening is you damage the root hairs, and they don't come out as healthy. Those are the easiest things that I recommend. It's the greens. You cannot go wrong, and you can be self-sufficient in them. My God, it's a no-brainer. Other real handy ones that I do recommend people to start in on after that would be definitely your okay, parsnips ahead of carrots because carrots okay, have a tiny seed and are something that have an issue with the likes of carrot root fly, which you can get in it and prevent him from, he just literally nibbles in the side of it and makes a little indent, a little shit of a thing. And it's okay, but some people don't like it. And as parsnips don't have that, and they're typically roughly the same amount of time and effort planted into the ground and can be left there up until Christmas Day when you harvest your own foods. And that is just an amazing thing. So whatever type of ground that you have is just, I suppose, a no-brainer to start growing. Maybe some parsnips first. If you want to try the carrots, wholeheartedly go for it. And that's how you learn. You learn by doing. And a lot of people say, oh my God, come on. I'm only starting now. I live in a field. What are we going to do? Do you have to dig up the whole thing? You just have grass everywhere. No, if you're in a house, you're looking to grow this year, lay down some cardboard, lay down some manure. And by the time, most certainly a little bit of manure, the planting season really starts, you will gain advantage of peeling back whatever cover you had on the manure. So three things, cardboard, manure, and a covering. Light scattering of cover, uh, manure is something that will end up breaking down in the period of time where you need to harvest or be able to put in your plants that you can harvest them without having grass growing up through it. All right, That is something that people have not previously done. And in fact, I was taught, God, I should spray off the whole area and then put spuds or anything else into it. I swear to God, I stopped planting that. But now we are on to a new, no dig, classic way of producing your own food for yourself. Okay, so the greens are handy. Most certainly, definitely go with maybe some parsnips and carrots you could also throw your hat, hat at then the easiest fruits to grow 
would definitely be an apple tree. Buy yourself an apple tree now. February, you're going to be listening to this podcast. If you're not listening to it in February, wait till next year, the dormant season. When there's no leaves on the trees, that's when you plant them. And in three years' time, you'll have an abundance. You have 100 apple trees. 100 apple trees. You can have 100 apple trees. You have 1,000 apples. One apple will mo- tree will most certainly give you about 100 fruits. It's amazing. I do recommend M9. So that's just small. And I get mine from Tom English. He's a... Tom English is an Irish man based down in Wexford. What a name. <laughs> I'm sure he's, that's been said to him a hundred times and he's someone who produces high quality trees there's also the Irish seed savers you can get heritage variety of apple trees but I've been getting mine from Tom and they're very good quality and I've had very little issues and even with one I've been buying them for every year I've always bought and planted trees and I've planted some in actually schools and that's something that you would like most certainly me to do in a school in a school near you uh, just send me a message either privately uh, DMs or an email on my website and just go over to it and just uh, up in, inquire about that because it's an amazing thing and every school in Ireland should have it I've done uh, four to date right now and that's me going flat out because <laughs> I ordered trees get the stakes and most certainly bring the manure day out the holes with the children and it's actually a couple of videos up on YouTube about how I did that. It was amazing. Yeah, and I do recommend that to every school. And doing a bit of that throughout the next couple of months as well. So for just healthy eating, if anyone's looking for me to come to their school to do talks on growing, nutrition, and or staff members in the likes of the school. So I know there's a couple of, I know specifically there's a couple of teachers who listen to this. So yeah, get in contact. So your apples are no brainer. Why? Because you put it in the ground, if you are unsure about pruning, don't do it. Just call me. If you're unsure about pruning, apple tree will produce apples nonetheless. But the only reason you would prune is to encourage branches to open up the center, and that will inevitably get a little bit more fruits. But lo and behold, nature's unreal. They were there long before us, trees, and they'll be there long after us, especially the likes of apple trees. And it's a great thing to put into a house, a great thing to put into a school, whether a new build, or you just want to put it in a pot. Can't go wrong. Other things that are really handy are red currants, as emails come in about grow your own events. <laughs> I would love if that was. Um, grow your own events. I know uh, your red currants and black currants, straight up lads. It's literally a no-brainer. Again, I get them from English Fruit Nurseries in Wexford. They deliver straight to your door, trees and fruit bushes. They also do strawberries. And asparagus, real handy. One asparagus plant, again in three years, no maintenance. Cut it, cut it, cut it. It flowers. Comes back again. I planted in a tunnel last year. Three different varieties. Purple, white, and most certainly green. The common green. I think I planted in the sort of green, white, and purple. That's the way I planted it. Because I was thinking of the Irish flag. Green, white, and purple. That's the way I planted it. But obviously purple isn't in the Irish flag. But that's the way. <laughs> Excuse me. I do it. And um, yeah, those are the most handiest things. Red currants, black currants. Put them into the ground. And most certainly, if you are doing fruit bushes, red currants, black currants, the birds love red currants. So lean towards black currants if you're not going to cover them at all. You get a chance to pick them. But if you go for the red currants, they love red. And they will eat every berry. You'll be looking at it going, geez, that'd be lovely tomorrow morning. And by God, I get up early. But so do the birds. They literally, blackbirds, do the job. Mm-mm-mm. And it's not nice to go out and see literally your berries being eaten by birds and you just literally want them on your organic porridge oats. My God. Um, next question we're going rolling into do you teach 
about growing potatoes, etc., or is it just more so tomatoes? I'll show you how to grow whatever vegetable that you want. Potatoes and organic fitness food, for that matter. Yes, they are complex carbohydrate. I have them to believe the day after I cook them as well because they're unbelievably in boost and increase the likes of uh, resistant starch in it, which actually aids in digestion. It's one of the main reasons why people say they're bloating after white potatoes. I love potatoes. The taste is unbelievably completely different. And most certainly uh, on the Grow Your Own course on the 18th, it's something that we will be showing you exactly what to do and why it's beneficial to have the eyes, which are a little bit, they don't want to let a spud in the press or anywhere inside it starts to put little shoots out okay that's when it's sending its energy to produce more because for some people that don't know a potato makes a potato and there's further things we can talk about that there's two different types of seeds there's the true seed which is actually the top because if we plant it's a flower every plant and then the flower produces another seed at the top but just keep it simple this potato makes another so you put one in 10 more come out it's amazing how easy it is but there, I suppose, a little trick about the likes of no-dig method if you wanted to do that with your cardboard, put in your manure, cover it over, and as a result of that, you just build it up, and then when it's time to harvest, whether it's your early crop, your British Queens, you could do Iron Victory, which are other varieties that I do recommend. You can do Connect, and all those ones are blight and Salpomira are blight-resistant, and the things can be harvested early, mid, or late. I even leave potatoes I've left them into the polytunnel, and as a result of that, what ends up happening is I have my potatoes. Still, some potatoes, a handful, in the tunnel, and just, the, the leaves have obviously gone off. Put my hand into the soil, wash it, barely wash it, and it goes straight into a pan. Don't even peel it. Most of the benefits of everything, uh, antioxidants, and the whole lot are found in the skin. That's, they're a game changer. Potatoes, go on your own. Again, I'm killing myself here. Who has mouth waters when they think and talk about food? Righty oh. Next thing we're going in and on to is the likes of other veg. If you say come to me and say, Oh, you know what? I really want to most certainly grow the likes of maybe peppers or chilies. I would tell you exactly how to grow those. And those are sown actually in February for tomatoes and chilies and peppers. Because it's such a long growing season. But what ends up happening is people get packets in May, they get packets in June of seeds, such as tomatoes and peppers and chilies, and they have the they have the hope and the guarantee there's doom themselves no justice. They're selling those packets and leaving people buy them. Yet, there's no point because you won't get a successful crop of a chili a pepper if you're not sowing them in the likes of February. And they much prefer and do extremely well tomatoes, chili peppers in a polytunnel or a glass house. Because remember, you have to realise where do they come from. They come from the likes of the Mediterranean, a much warmer climate and you'll get a better bang for your buck when you do grow them with added temperature from a glass house or a polytunnel. So those are the things that, that I want more people to to do. Go foods that you most certainly eat. What's the most important food to eat organically? The one you eat the most of. The most important one to grow is the one you'll also eat the most of. That's, it's a no-brainer. And if someone said to me, do you only do potatoes? Do you only do carrots? Talking about that. I talk about all different foods because I've grown every different vegetable, whether it's kohlrabi, which is the German turnip. If you wanted to grow Swedes, you wanted to grow, then I think of Drews and Artichokes, you want to go yak on, we'll be tasting those at the specific superfoods that I get people to taste here on site on the 18th and other grow your own days, which are amazing. So 
they like you could if you want to grow melons and could you grow melons could you grow bananas I'll tell you you can't grow bananas but definitely melons I grow melons last year and they're unbelievable they grow very well in the polytunnel but not so until April and if you want to grow courgettes if you wanted to grow zucchini, which is the same thing, aubergines, again, another thing that has to be sown in February. All these are a no-brainer for yourself to grab and most certainly information on the day because when, whoever comes to the class, I ask them, what's your name? What's your number? No, what's your name? And most certainly what information do you currently have and what would you like to grow? What's your growing space? And that, I suppose, tailors the day to the individuals that are, on site because there's no point in me talking about how to double train tomatoes and triple train because I've got the skills and you don't know when to sow your tomatoes or how to sow your potatoes or even how to get the land ready for growing at all and that's the idea of you come with your knowledge and I'll give you golden nuggets that help you towards steps improving on current area that you want to grow that's how things work there's no point in going learning the advanced stuff before you learn the beginner or the intermediate. And that is wholeheartedly exactly what I do on the courses. So where do I get my organic seeds, which leads me on to that lovely question. Those organic potatoes, you can get them and my seeds, the majority of them are from Irish seeds. And the link is in my bio. For most people, for a long time, I actually didn't know what a bio was. So a bio... It's something at the top of an Instagram or a TikTok. It's not Facebook. So Seed Ireland and the discount code is Coleman5. And how do you spell my name? It's often just misspelled. Just saying it for some people. Some people say, I know how to spell your name, Coleman. C-O-L-M-A-N. Coleman. C-O-L-M-A-N. And five after it. You get 5% discount off whatever you want. The seeds, whether it be beetroot, the different tomato seeds, they're all organic. You must certainly then have your potato seeds as you can again save once you buy one almost certainly variety you can save the seeds of your tomatoes and i show that at a different later stage of the growing cycle throughout the year at the classes because that's something that makes you more self-sufficient not only growing your own vegetables being self-sufficient then you may have to buy seeds every year there are different things that you can definitely wholeheartedly get and save for yourself and it's a whole process and it's such an enjoyable thing it's an ex it's free exercise you're outside it improves your mood that's why they say gardeners are the happiest people in the world firstly because the majority of people are not being bothered which is great <laughs> um and it's a stress-free life your hands are touching soil all the time you are becoming happier you are becoming healthier it's a no-brainer you're eating healthier foods because you're growing your own you get to eat natural prebiotics which are literally something that improve your gut health and that literally is linked with better sleep better skin reduced anxiety reducing depression and just touching on that point there's a huge amount of people that are coming to me right now saying that they're overwhelmed and stressed i can't recommend just growing your own food even if it is uh, just something very very small it's a no-brainer and uh from organic seeds and from organic food that you end up consuming is the best thing for that you can do for your health because the amount of food right now that's sprayed is um, is terrible. And if you actually were to realize that apples can be sprayed for 10 times in a growing season, you'd be horrified. And you'd never eat another apple again that was for 49 cents. You'd rub it off, try to rub off whatever was sprayed onto it. If I wash it under the sink and you still have this wa waxy, glossy, absolute muck melosian. 
concoction that's just stained into and on the flesh. So I haven't eaten an non-organic apple in a long, long time. And I want, I suppose, that to be the gold standard for everybody. No, I want that just to be the standard. I, and I do believe that's coming down the line that more and more people will realise that you can literally put an apple tree in your back garden and or in your local school that the whole school is self-sufficient or whatever community or whatever company that you're currently in. I'm also planning on doing it with large scale or medium or small just where they have an orchard that people can go out on their lunch break and they flower in most certainly April and as a result of that then they'll be harvested in September when the people are back in school or for people who are most certainly going to see the full growth cycle of the tree from start to finish from flower to, to bloom to most certainly apple because every flower turns into a fruit and something I actually didn't learn until I went to college and uh, that's, that's really a kind of simple thing every flower turns into a fruit whether it's a tomato flower whether it's a strawberry flower and you, if you're growing whether it's the likes of any of those things an aubergine Exact same, zucchini, courgettes, you name it. Every flower, berry, bush, turns into a fruit. Nature's amazing. And when you get to literally eat your own, you'll feel a million dollars. Who here doesn't want to feel a million dollars? Put your hand up if you want to feel a million dollars. If you're driving, take it handy. If you're walking, put your two hands up. Yes, thank you very much. I'll take all the healthy foods I could possibly get into my body. Because everyone wants to be healthy, right? You can put your hand up unless you were driving and needed it to indicate open on the wipers that's fine put up a finger that'll count and last question we're going to touch on here today can you grow sustainably in a city or house yes you most certainly can there is a shop at refills in nace that i've actually seen an unbelievable setup for a grow your own wall mat it literally is hooked over the top of the wall comes down the side of this little cups you can put every different amount of green in that, that I do recommend. And that being your monsoon, that being your tatsoi, an abundance. You want a tomato plant, I would put that one at the bottom. I would actually, yeah, and leave it most certainly grow all the way up. because You can train tomatoes to grow up on a string line. So that could be something you could put up against a south-facing wall if you didn't have that. Really, why a south-facing wall? The bigger the plant, the better. And we'll talk about that in later stages of the podcast. Start out small because you don't want. If you put a tomato seed into a massive bucket, it actually won't thrive. Okay, that's the kind of I like to compare things to uh, plants to people. So it won't thrive because it feels lost. It wants to start off in a small, little, close uh, comfort of a little pot. So just like ourselves, when you have children, you want to keep them close, you keep them tight, and as they get older and get into the teenage, you kind of leave them go, and then they get into their 20s and have to move out into their own house, and then they move out to the world and do a bit of traveling, and they expand as they get bigger and older and bolder. It's the exact same with tomato plants. Okay, you want to be standing off small, the smaller little cells, pots, yogurt tubs you start them off on, the better. And as they progress, as they get bigger, as they get bolder, they start to give you a cheek, the whole lot, the kids, their divils, they want a bigger pot. They say, move over. I want space in the car. Mom, I need space. That is what they're doing. Oh my God, I just remember myself. I was terrible. <laughs> oh my God, apologies for coughing. And uh, yep, I'm a better kid now. I'm 32 years old. <laughs> Heading for 33. So yeah, you can grow an abundance of uh, foods. And I do recommend in on top of that, going towards, like I said, basil. That literally is a no-brainer for up against your windowsill. And growing about six different pots. And there's tips that I do recommend for people. Only harvesting the top 
two leaves that are emerging and not literally stripping it because so many different people, some robot in the book, strip a plant. What does a plant need to survive? Leaves. How does it make food? Photosynthesis. We learned that way back in fourth class. I was in that day. Um, so yes, those are the things that I do highly recommend for people to start growing a little bit of their own herbs and most certainly I say spices. Uh, herbs, simple, tomato plant, everyone should have one. Apple trees, God almighty, if you're in a house and you have an apple tree, space for it, out the back, in a pot, she will give you fruit. All you need to do is start. Right? And that grow your own course, the next one is the 18th of February. Most certainly stay tuned for it's pretty, pretty sure it's nearly sold out. But if you want to come, I will squeeze you in. It's a no-brainer, lads. Start growing your own, eating the best food you possibly can. All right? Stay tuned. I love these podcasts. Stay classy. If you have any other questions, and if you wouldn't mind, do me a favor, sharing this podcast on your social medias. Just getting it out there to one more person. If you did that for me, be unbelievable. Right, I'm going to do a virtual high five for anybody who does that. Put your left hand up in the air. We're coming at you in the five, four, three, two, and one. Come say happy Friday Eve. It depends on when you're listening to this podcast. Stay tuned, stay casting. Keep it organic. All that good stuff. So, the next organic classic retreat, the down in. Skull, West Cork. Three days, two nights of all activities included. Foods, accommodation, yoga, grounding, sea swimming. There may be a steamy sauna with all types of gallivanting. We have Cara, O'Donnell, cooking all sorts of healthy meals. Showing you tips as well. We have myself doing the grounding and any exercise or nutritional questions you most certainly have. We have Kaz, the classic yoga teacher. Turn you upside down, inside out, whether you want to just start off or most certainly are an advanced yogi. We'll get you going. And we have Joe Maloney, the personal development coach, with full one-to-one session with herself. All right? Or not, you most certainly send me a message to book in because 3rd of March is only around the corner. Let's keep it healthy. This is a perfect present for you or your family members. Get in, get on, that good stuff. Send me a message. I book in or let's go over to the great stuff retreat page.